Tequila. All right. Savannah. Jorge. Hello. Hello. Um, well, so as we've learned, uh, we learned from our previous experience. This is uh, this is a show just plebs. Uh, with your <laughs> with with your well, our previous experience. Th- this show is called. Well, hold on. I'm trying to get there. I realize I need to talk about the title first. Okay. Um, but uh, my name's Jorge. I'm Savannah. We already know. I'm Savannah. <laughs> That's so wonderful. I didn't know if you were trying to cue me or not. Well, my name's Jorge. What would be the next step? Do you think? I thought maybe you had more to say in that sentence. Ooh, why does that feel rude? So rude. You didn't though. You, you didn't do it, buddy. You, you didn't. You fell short. Oh man. Okay, we'll work on a cue later. Yeah. All right. But um, Savannah learned something very interesting over the course of a week uh, since our last recording. Uh, oh, sorry. This is also October fourteenth. Fourteenth of twenty twenty three. My my apologies. Um, Savannah learned something, which I think is pretty fun. She learned that she knows nothing of the world. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. <laughs> So, you know, in high school, when you do world history class mm-hmm. or really any history class. Yeah. See, I was in the class that like we just colored maps. We didn't actually learn shit um, and we had no homework and it was like a free period. So now it's kind of coming back to bite me in the ass. Got it. I know absolutely nothing about world history. <laughs> and you can hear it in the previous episode where oh, yeah. we're bringing up certain conversations and you just go, yeah. Like, Surely I know enough. And then, nope. I don't I don't know anything. <laughs> so I uh, I this has been a week of learning. I am a lifelong learner here and um, I am making up for my lack of a high school history education and unwillingness. Yeah, it's mostly that it's mostly that. Let's be honest here. Yeah. It's mostly that unwillingness to want to learn about the world. Yes, which is funny because our show is mostly about externalities domestically, I guess, nas- you know, in a national sense, but also uh in a global sense well the news a lot of the news has to do with history world history (laughs) some of it yeah i mean no but like you it is important to understand a lot of things that are going on in the world um and so yeah i'm uh i'm getting there she's learning folks learned a lot about israel Wait, wait, were those gunshots that you're shooting off initially? No, that da, was da, 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 da. that was a drum line. Oh, that was you could have done Oh. You know, oh. something else. You could have asked for a drum line. Or a drum roll? Drum roll, drum line. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, go on. Sorry. So you uh, learned about Palestine, which is such a funny thing to say. I know. <laughs> I learned about what happened in the world. I learned about some of the I learned about the history of the top news articles for the last week. So now I understand what's going on to a very basic level. I I, I feel more confident about um, what the conflict is actually about and uh, <laughs> why it's important to know. <laughs> well, this is fantastic. It is fantastic. <clears throat> well, how do you want to start then? Should I begin with the initial um, shock and awe type stuff or? Shock and awe. Shock and awe of what's, because well, we missed a week. So wait, but do you fully understand what this current conflict is about? Me personally, do you want to start with that? Yeah, you personally. Well, we spoke about this last week in terms of uh, uh, some, our initial theories were correct of um, the, well, that's, I I guess our theories haven't been proven correct per se, but, uh, but to start with, yes, it seems like uh, 
as of now, and most likely heading into the upcoming week, uh, Jews, uh, the Israelis probably will invade Palestine. Well, into no, certain, just... Or the Gaza Strip, pardon me. Yeah. Um, and take away, maybe not the whole strip, but they'll take a, they'll take a little bit off the, off the top. Yeah, but I mean, more like break it down basic level. Do you? I'm I'm trying to segue into so I can explain my knowledge. Okay, that well I then. Oh, I'm week. sorry. That's what you want to say. I wasn't sure. <laughs> no, I, I know. thought you were trying to. I didn't make it very clear. Yeah, okay, so um, you should just say. So in let the me middle, give a little presentation. Yes, just say next time. Let's segue. And I got to segue this to to show my knowledge because. Okay. I've been stupid. Exhibit. Yes. What I've learned. Let me okay. redeem myself from last week. I will tune back. So how I understand it from my um, Google search uh, education, a little quick research, um, the whole conflict is about, <laughs> so there's there's been a long history of issues with Israel and Palestine, mostly because of the Jewish settlements in the West Bank. Um and the issue is that the settlements encroach. Um, Palestine doesn't want to be under Israel's rule. They are self-governed right now, and they're but they're part of Israel, but they're self-governed, right? And so then you have the West Bank and you have the Jewish settlements that are part of Israel that are kind of encroaching into Palestine, and Palestine basically has no say in any of it, is how it's been phrased or put. So the latest conflict, well is there's been a lot of stuff but in um a good old trump deal happened in either 20 i think 2017 um called the abraham accords a good old trump deal <laughs> good old trump deal um it's called the abraham accords and it was a an attempt to um form like a normalization relation so then basically it's not like a peace deal but it's like a peace deal um, between Israel, Palestine, no, no, not Palestine. That's the whole problem. <laughs> Israel, um, and a couple of other Middle Eastern countries. Um, and Palestine was not included in that. And so they're kind of pissed off about that. Um, and then there's just been back and forth kind of attacks from both sides, and this latest one is because the group Hamas that is from Gaza, that kind of, that was, um, that's like their home base. <laughs> that Boy, sounds so stupid, right? You're giving a, you're giving a fucking book report. But dude. I know. <laughs> um, Jesus. Yeah. Um, no, Hamas was formed in the 80s, 1980s, and they, in, in Gaza. And so they are a group that basically their whole thing is violent against Israel. Um, and they broke through a wall. Okay, you're going to have to film these details. So they broke through a wall that's heavily sur sur well, like. So let's. Okay. So wait, hold on. You got to. You, so you finish your book report. You, yeah, you that's know, my okay, end of my book the report. Gist. That's okay. the history. That's that's the most important part. Because now we can jump into what. Yeah. What at least we could theorize and talk about because I think all of that's weird. Oh, um, and then if like for the geography, um, Gaza is a really small. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Gaza... oh, time out. Sorry. Not only does she not know world history, she also is oh, really bad at geography. I am trash well. at geography. Yes. Um... <laughs> 
to like almost this is ridiculous. Like okay, to Come put on, it to put it this way, I didn't know Israel was by the water. No, no, to put it this way, Savannah only thought America was just like the, the single. Yeah, single the map for some it. reason has all these other countries that aren't America, and I don't understand why they're there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough we have to like Canada and Mexico on there. Like, <laughs> I just found we have out to about share them. a continent with two other countries. It's unbelievable. I just found out about them. Yeah. They seem insane. Insane. Um, okay. So, okay. Go so ahead. She got the geography down. Yes. This has been our experience with uh, uh, that, Thank Savannah's you for listening to my book report. Yes. My little history lesson. Okay. We can move on. So, Thankfully. Uh, very interestingly, uh, interestingly, uh, I'll play you the first clip uh, not too long ago as we've uh, seen. Uh, the Ukraine war has been going on and, and ravaging plenty of people. And we get our very own Mr. Mark Milley himself. He's on the 60 Minutes, on the clock. The counteroffensive that the Ukrainians are running is still ongoing. Um, the progress, as uh, many, many people have noted, is slow, but it is steady. And they are making uh, progress on a day-to-day -day basis. But expelling 200,000 Russian soldiers, no easy task. Very hard, very hard. How long is this going to look like this? Um, a year, five years? Well, you can't put a time on it, but it'll be a considerable length of time, and it's going to well, there is a length of time, well, and it was and it was last week. <laughs> it was the Ukraine. Yeah, no, no, it's a length of time. The long, lengthy wait for this battle to be over in Ukraine is seemingly coming to an end, as we've been presented with, uh, with a very impenetrable wall. Uh, now, not 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 the case anymore. Where, uh, as we've known, Hamas and uh, Israel is, are, they're spatting, a couple arguments, oh. but uh, Israel got past the point of or Hamas. Hamas got past the point of um, of the wall, which to me still, and I think we should examine this a little better. Of uh, th this still doesn't seem believable, and and it it only feels like they're propping up something else, uh, waging war somewhere else. Uh, in the sense that when you listen to this audio clip, it's just you, you often pick off or wonder. Sorry. Uh, how how still how would they get past this wall what okay so back it up so you're he's talking about the ukraine war yes and he's saying you can't put a deadline on it when was the 60 minutes filmed this the, or posted? uh this was last weekend last weekend mm -hmm. so he's saying you can't put an end to it end date have no idea when it's going to end but we've but it's ongoing but apparently now it's over because they've moved, moved on. on to israel we've moved on to israel we've moved on it's time because to make of an impenetrable it's time wall. to make money elsewhere i mean speaking of ukraine it just seems like almost the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times have all said, like, have we reached the peak of Ukraine? Well, it appears we have oh, since yeah. they have busted through this wall, which if you were to read it, it's it's a pretty stellar wall. And all it took was a couple of power gliders. Correct. Here Is we it? go. Where was the army? Where was the police? There will be a wide ranging investigation. Just listen to the list. Like, just in terms, I guess that's the point I'm trying to, I'm so trying to explain to you, Savannah. About... Well, hold on. The, the point I'm trying to explain is to you, Savannah, is, is specifically about... How sophisticated this goddamn wall is in Israel to the security failings this weekend. And while some of that inevitably will focus on the intelligence or lack of it, the more troubling aspect of what unfolded is just how easy it was for Hamas to penetrate Israeli defenses. The southern part of the country is separated from Gaza by a 40 mile perimeter fence, six meters tall, beneath which there is an underground concrete barrier to stop Palestinians tunneling beneath. Normally, the Palestinians are not allowed within 300 metres of that fence. There are Israeli guard towers every 500 feet, and it is fixed with hundreds of cameras 
radars sensors that provide the IDF with an early warning system. On Saturday, using drones, Hamas bombed the towers and the communications infrastructure to disrupt the Israeli response. The first wave of Hamas fighters paraglided over uh, the fence. The bulldozers, bulldozers did the rest, allowing enough space for the bigger vehicles to drive through. That supposedly impenetrable fence was breached in 29 different positions. Where was the IDF? Let's talk then. That doesn't just happen by accident. How did they not see all the, the vehicle convoys coming? Right. And the drones? No, like, the goddamn bulldozer. Exactly. How the Tonka, the Tonka trunk, the Tonka trunk, the Tonka, <laughs> Tonka truck of uh, wall breakers. The mother of all. And that's not moving fast. No. Like that's, people, no, that's crawling no. towards this wall. That's such a weird. It's so it's so stupid. And then there's like people holding phones. They're just filming shit. That's like they're on TikTok. Just going oh. live. You know what I mean? From the on this side that's getting broken into. Like yeah, the, when the they're breaking side? into the wall. Yes. That's they're what just we're filming about. it. Yeah. They're just like they're rushing through like they're. Like, yeah. Just we're in. That's all it was. Oh. Yeah. How many people actually got through? Do they know? I don't know. Yeah, because I think like a thousand. No, that's I don't. A thousand. No, people? no, no. Hang on. Well, I guess how many vehicles? Like how big they? So they entered from twenty nine different spots. Uh-huh. Twenty nine different directions. Um, yeah, that seems a little, little fishy. Uh, what? That's a good question, Savannah. Yeah, I. You know, um, I don't know where you're going to find that. I've not heard anything about um, like how big of a the group was. Yeah. You know, what? Uh, estimated. A th- yeah. So I was right. Israeli military estimated a thousand Hamas fighters took part in Saturday's in, uh, initial incursion. So that's a lot of people to move towards one spot. We yeah, but they weren't all spots. trained. That's that's the point. No, no, no. But I mean, how did they not like see them coming towards them? Yeah. And not all of them are in vehicles, right? Some well, of them are probably walking. Just, yeah. Yeah, right. With uh, Certainly there's mines somewhere. Yeah. It's some sort of, yeah, it's a demilitarized zone. Yeah, exactly. And they're probably armed. And it's like, Yeah. What? Well, they're not, though. Oh, the, 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 the group. The Jews. The Hamas group. Oh, no, they weren't. But that's what I'm saying. They weren't they were, armed? No, that's what I'm saying. I, I told you that. That that's... They... They're walking in like as if they're filming a, a street fight live. Oh, like they're those just are the filming ones it. Filming. I thought you meant yeah. the one like the Israel. It is no, because really... no one's supposed to be there, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So were they like in a staff meeting or something? Uh, yeah, it's like oh, they were all gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they had a mole on the inside. Um, something will come out. I'm I'm sure. sure. Either either we gave them intelligence. To just let this happen, which is what we're going to Israel sh- would have been a part of it because they would have had to know. But that's and they would have had to. Agree okay, so to it. okay, so do you have any clips you need to present first? If not, I'm going to go first. No, go ahead. Okay, so um, so yes, we the invasion began, and this so-called invasion, right? A thousand people, some dudes on a on a Tonka truck, uh, others filming through like they were they were on TikTok live type deal. <laughs> but then what do we get uh, from CBS? Uh, the initial, uh, this is essentially, at least the American news, it, they're sort of pulling out our heartstrings, right? Mm-hmm. MTS Tive is joining me now uh, from Israel. Oh, I see what I did wrong. MTS Tive is joining me now from Israel. MTS, good morning. 
Emery, good to be with you. Israel is warning of what it's calling a prolonged war in Gaza as it prepares to launch a ground invasion of the Palestinian territory. It's first and almost. By the way, I think I missed a step here. So once they invaded, right, the next thing came was were, were massive airstrikes. Uh, that that was the big uh, target, right? It, giant airstrikes in in a in an area where. I'm often curious because of the amount of hostage. I guess I need to add back uh, a little more background to this because we just jumped into yeah. uh, Israel starting to push towards uh, Gaza. But um, yeah, t- t- to begin, it seems like once those fuckers got in and apparently some sweet paragliders shooting down at people, which is awful, correct? But they also took hostages as well back to Gaza. From the, yeah, the music festival. But what what's funny, music festival or just nearby towns, mm-hmm. which makes it really interesting that the, they're then bombing those areas where they think they might be. And I could get my information mis... I could, I could get a little confused. That That's fair to say. But they're still bombing areas where they don't even know where these hostages are. In Gaza. Right, in Gaza. Yeah. So then... Why why bomb those areas if you don't know where those where those people are? No, exactly. And if it's mostly civilians, how do you do they even have confirmation that that's for sure where Hamas is at? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they moved. It just seemed very unclear. Yeah, that was the whole point. And so now it seems like CBS has entered or is about to enter Israel. However, CBS gave this weird report, in my opinion, which seems like maybe this is just me being myself. Uh. But they're trying to sell us a bit of a talking point. But to start that, they have to open up our heartstrings, right? And that's that's where I'm at. So there's my little confusion. And and just as a note, like the U.S. has for basically forever been on the side of Israel. Oh yes, Savannah is also retelling more history. I, yes, go that's for an it. Extension of my history lesson. Savannah um, found out that America has giant allegiance to Israel. <laughs> Who would have thought? Oh wow. Wow, we're actually we have yeah we have uh, trade deals with them. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, the U.S. is the 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 biggest trade partner with Israel. Um, the CIA and Mossad hosted their own island to fuck kids on. Yeah, exactly. So we're like real, 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 real we're, tight with them. They're brothers. For sure. We are brothers for sure. <laughs> so yes, go ahead. Okay, the clip. It begins now. MTS Tive is joining me now from Israel. MTS, good morning. Emery, good to be with you. Israel is warning of what it's calling a prolonged war in Gaza as it prepares to launch a ground invasion of the Palestinian territory. It's first in almost a decade, but its attacks by air have been relentless for six days. And we're now seeing and hearing what it's like for those two million people who are trapped there. A warning, some of the images you're about to see are hard to watch. In Gaza, it's the youngest who are paying the ultimate price. Tiny bodies covered in blood as exhausted doctors try to save their lives. Israel says it's targeting Hamas's leaders. But at what cost? The death toll in the besieged Palestinian territory has surged past 1,000 in just five days. And on nearly every street, scenes of anguish. Give me crying women. Give me, give me screaming babies. Uh, blood. Blood. Doctors sounding frustrated. Saving lives. Saving lives. Yeah. The intense. The intense. Uh, uh, of the hardship of what's going on. And don't get me wrong. This is awful. Yeah. This is really. This is grotesque to watch. But 
it is real unusual about how it's not unusual. No, they're, it's, they're trying to sell us something, which is fair. Very common to poke at the heartstrings yeah. of whoever is watching to get to try to invoke some kind of strong emotional response. Correct. Because it makes you care more. Right. And then especially with kids. Like people, you you can't watch something with a kid that's like having a hard having a hard time. Jesus, <laughs> I know that maybe that wasn't the best way. <laughs> He's having, having a hard time. time. Yeah. Um, no, like and then not feel some kind of emotional reaction that's like, oh, whoever hurt this child, dead to me. Mm. Like they should, they deserve all of the violence, whatever. So trying to, you know. It, bring up emotions to justify whatever actions take place against the the party. And it's showing it because then you get then you get both factions seemingly at each other's throats, right? So then we get the next one which is uh well this also involves some of the hostage crises, but Savannah, I think you have a supporting clip which you you will need to list out of when you want to play those by the way. Yeah, I know. Okay, cool. So I'll just uh I'll play this first one with this uh with this nice-looking Jewish lady. Days into the worst hostage crisis in Israel's history, desperate families waiting for answers. I can only think about my family over there. Still more heartstrings, by the way. What are they doing to them? There are at least 150 hostages, and there are still Americans unaccounted for. But some receiving the news they'd feared the most. That's your mom. Earlier this week, 66-year-old American Adrian Netta's family was on the phone with her when Hamas gunmen burst into her home. Her son, speaking to Lester Holt, still hopeful. We're waiting for you. We love you. We're waiting for you at home. But now, Netta's family Did confirmed... we're working for you at home? We're waiting for you at home. You sure? Netta's family confirming... We're waiting for you at home. Waiting. All but right, now, fair. Netta's family confirming she's been found dead. The family had called on the U.S. and Israel to do everything they can to find the hostages. Secretary Blinken and a team in Israel this morning to push forward the search for Americans still missing. While Israel waits to learn their fate in the darkest hours still coming together, singing the national anthem in bomb shelters and drawing strength from stories of heroism, including that of grandmother Rahel Edri. Five terrorists burst into her home on Saturday. But quick-thinking Rahel decided to offer her captors food. So on the table here, you can see some of the food. And offered she them lunch. And they took that instead? Offered them lunch. They're like, yeah, that's, that's a fair trade. They gave him lunch. What? Yeah. Can you believe that? That, that <laughs> not only Not only is there heartstrings, folks, it's also it's also heroic acts such as making, making terrorists a fine meal. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> They're just people, folks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, too, just want a nice home-cooked meal. Uh, yep so that's uh that was uh just a second sorry something popped up um but that that's the initial heartstring pull right told us yeah they made her taste everything she gave them because they were worried she might have tried to poison it buying time for israeli commandos to storm the house and set her free oh. <laughs> i tell the hostages the whole country and the whole world cares for you don't show them you're afraid she says make them a sweet meal i thought i thought that she just made them lunch sent them out and they're like okay great thanks have a good day no, <laughs> and they no, just no. leave no. no it was buying time okay <laughs> that makes more sense <laughs> only you can make a sweet meal yeah, I was like, wow, that worked. You have 30 seconds. Nice, made a bomb-ass sandwich. Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> some sweet rice. So happy you're safe. So that, really a moment of hope in an hour with few of them. 
Now traveling with Secretary Blinken here in Israel today is a senior U.S. official responsible for hostage rescues. The U.S. and Israeli governments are looking to come up with a joint plan to bring their citizens home. Guys. All right, Raf Sanchez. But that's one side of it, right? I don't, it's, it's, it's pretty horrendous, though. I mean, you get there's Palestinian protesters and counter protesters facing off in New York City. Mm-hmm. It's like they're just they're just at each other's throat. Free, free Palestine. Free, free, free Palestine. From the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. saying USA while they're chanting. Yeah, what does USA have to do with this? <laughs> oh. So... They totally... Yeah, okay, so they... What are they... What are, so, what are they protesting? Uh, well, they're, they're... These these ones are the are the Jews. These are the Israelis fighting okay, for... So yes. they're anti... So the initial... Laws. The initial... Well, they're, in, they're pro-Israel. Pro-Israel. So Pro-Israel, does that... pro-Palestine, right? They're both fighting on New York City. Yes. They're facing off. Yeah. So it seems like everyone's at each other's throats, if you're, if I'm not mistaken. Um, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, obviously, this has been... This is not only a recent event. They've been at war for a long time, as, oh, yeah. uh, as history may tell us, right? I mean, which could explain why there's so many people that are... Um, they have such a strong emotional attachment to one side or the other because there's family members involved and this has been an ongoing thing. So it's generational at this point of being on one side or the other. And then also, you know, <laughs> there's the whole terrorist thing. <laughs> Does Palestine deserve reparations if they get out of this? They get their own little piece of land? Yeah, but I mean, that's the whole thing is like this isn't necessarily Palestine and Palestinians who are doing this. It's a small group within it. Yeah. Right. It's not the government itself or, you know, that are pushing for this. And I mean, sure, they've they've taken part in countless other things against Israel as like, you know, the back and forth um, over the years. But this particular thing is the group itself, not the people in the, you know, in Palestine and the Palestinian government. You got anything for me? Uh, I do. So you kind of went through a whole bunch of stuff. Um, speaking of, so with the hostages, the, uh, yesterday, I think there was an order from the Israeli defense. Ooh, what's the F stand for? The IDF. Basically they're, um, the Israeli defense force force. Oh, that was an easy F. Um, sorry. (laughs) There was a, so they dropped a bunch of leaflets, uh, onto, um, into Gaza, North Gaza. Uh, where is that again, Savannah? That is in Israel, which is in where the Gaza Strip in the Middle East. Nice, by the Good water. Job. If I had a little little ringer, I would. Ding, 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 Thank ding, you, ding. gold star. Gold star. <laughs> and now, don't ask me. You what, got what a gold star because yes. I couldn't tell you. Um. Uh, you made me lose my. Sorry, it was, just, it was too easy to point out. <laughs> no, so they lo- they dropped a bunch of leaflets in the city, adver- advising f- everybody, um, north of the Wadi Gaza, which I think is a river, um. 
to evacuate the city, which is about a million people, and to go south. Um, because there was the idea that they, Israel would launch a land attack. Um, and if you want to play... Oh, so then, so that was the, the, the suggestion and they had about 24 hours, um, to evacuate and the UN doesn't think it's possible. So if you want to play UN secretary. Okay. We shared, uh, with you some details of what happened, uh, last night, which was that, uh, team leaders of the UN office for the coordination of humanitarian affairs and the Department of Safety and Security in Gaza were informed uh, by the Israeli liaison officers that the Israeli military and the entire population of Gaza north of Wadi Gaza should relocate to southern Gaza within 24 hours. That was, that was as of midnight local time last night. Uh, this amounts to approximately 1.1 million people. Uh, the same order applies to uh, apply to all you. You imagine you, uh, this fucking joker. You imagine, no. you imagine moving 1.1 million people in 24 hours. No, I know. And this is during a UN press uh, brief yesterday. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah. That's pretty, that's, uh, that's a tall order, sir. No, I know. And I don't know that the UN was even consulted prior to Israel setting out that advisement. Really? Um, yeah, I mean, so he, so basically the rest, so yeah, that's, that clip is him just explaining that the UN doesn't, I mean, you can keep playing it, but that the UN doesn't think that it's uh, possible on behalf of potential humanitarian harm that could come from that. Okay, well, we'll, we'll play it. Yeah. Continuing and staff and those sheltered in UN facilities, including schools, health centers, and clinics. Um, we continue, we consider it is impossible for such a movement to take place without devastating humanitarian consequences. And we strongly appeal for any such order if, to be rescinded, avoiding what could transform what is already a tragedy into calamitous situation. So the UN doesn't advise it. Um, Bad idea. But, and I think it's uh, the next one, the next UN clip. No supplies. Okay, you wanna, you wanna add, okay. All right. Uh, no aid is currently getting in to the Gaza Strip as border crossings remain closed. Uh, and our colleagues on the ground are telling us that the UN's own supplies have now hit the bottom of the barrel. So, uh. <laughs> so they've cut off entry into Gaza. Yeah. Um, they're advising a million people to move, to evacuate, but all border closure, there's, all the borders are closed. There's no supplies going in. Um, the UN can't get any supplies in. And here's what, uh, let's go to the next one is uh, safe corridors. Well, you're blowing your whole load now, aren't oh, you? Oh, well, they just Jeez. keep. Okay. Yeah. Safe corridors and supply cutoffs. This is from Sky News. Okay. The Israeli Air Force has carried out hundreds of strikes on Gaza today. It is unrelenting and it is devastating. And Israel has now carried out the first ground operations in Gaza. It was a small mission to target Hamas rocket crews, not a full-scale invasion. They are still awaiting those orders. We are conducting our operations adjacent to the, to the perimeter uh, raids in order to locate uh, potential abductees, but also to identify uh, bodies and seek out terrorists that potentially are still hiding in the perimeter of the border area. Israel's order for civilians in northern Gaza to move to the south 
has created alarm in the Strip and across the world. Many do not want to leave their homes or physically cannot. The United Nations considers it impossible for such a move to take place without devastating humanitarian consequences. The United Nations strongly appeals for any such order to be rescinded, avoiding what could transform what is already a tragedy into a calamitous situation. Sky News understands that discussions are ongoing to open up a humanitarian corridor into Gaza, but there's been no agreement yet. If you cut Gaza off from food and water, the result is... I think you took a clip. I think you took mine. Well, I called it first. God so damn it. All right. I played it first. That's I get bullshit. credit. <sighs> okay. <laughs> well, somewhere in these clips, we'll find, I think, the same thing. That's fine. But yes, that... Keep it going. The whole... Okay. It's a long clip. Yeah. You start starving. We're not going to get to that point. Are we not? We're not going to get to that point. Why not? I mean, will there be humanitarian corridors, limited humanitarian corridors set up? Because at the moment, there is, doesn't look like there's any sign of it. We're not going to get to that point. Hamas had called on Palestinians to go onto the streets. Tell me to pause So, yeah, yeah, no, pause it. So that, that, that last bit where he says we're not going to get to that point, that's the prime minister of Israel. And the Sky News is asking him. That's not the prime minister. Yeah, isn't it? No. Who is it then? I don't know. I could have sworn me. that was the prime minister. I thought they had him labeled as prime minister. No. Yeah. That's not. The ex-prime minister. So not, what, what, not to. Not, not. What, they're asking advice from the ex-prime minister? No, it's maybe. Sorry. It's the, okay. Wh whatever. You, you just you got to know who that is. <laughs> yeah, I crammed a lot of research into this. Okay, fine. <laughs> this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you found out that it's actually quite hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but if it's not okay, if it's not the prime minister, who is it? Because it's, it's another dude in, in, anyways, in office. Let's the point is, there he is representing Israel, and oh, so a lot happened in that clip. So yes, you got to break it down. Slowly. Yeah. So, um, basically, this was posted prior to the UN briefing. That first clip we listened to, where the UN says it's impossible and they don't condone this evacuation. The Sky News clip says that the UN is in talks with America and Israel to set up safe corridors for people to be able to safely move without the risk of um, harm, basically. Mm -hmm. um, this includes people who are in the hospitals, um, who can't move without power if they're set up to life support, um, who are vulnerable, you know, all of those. Um, so th there's talks to set up safe corridors for people and to open up the border closures or to at least allow a million people to move south. But then the UN briefing yesterday says it, they don't condone it. So it doesn't sound like there's really talks. No, it doesn't sound like that at all. No. And then because Gaza is completely cut off and the borders are closed because they're trying to assess if there's still Hamas people there around the perimeter, right? Trying to get out. Um, there's no supplies going in, like we stated. And the person who I thought was prime minister, potentially could not be the prime minister, is saying, we're not getting to that point. We're not even considering the, the, the potential harm that could come from people being stuck in the city with, and this is about 2 million people in, in Gaza, civilians, right? So they're not even going to get discuss the potential consequences of no supplies going in and no people being able to really safely come out. Yeah. And then there are, in the clips previous, they're dropping bombs or they're, you know, the, what is it, flybys? Flybys. <laughs> the flybys with Fly the bombs by. into the city where civilians are still st stuck. Yeah. 
So it sounds like it's a mess. Oh, okay. Yes. That's my, that's my, uh, oh, and is there any bit left of that clip? Yeah. I, would, I know. I, I kind of, I made I the clips a little the, too long. Yes, you did. And you should, I think for point of reference. Hey, at least I have clips this episode. Yeah. Again, she learned a valuable <laughs> lesson for this episode. I'm, I'm getting She got spanked, son. Okay. Yeah. But my my right. my purpose is, uh, or my suggestion maybe that will break down. If you have a long clip like that, maybe spend yeah. time breaking into sections. Yeah. Like you can just tell me to pause it and just talk about it. Yeah. That's fine too. I got that. Okay, sorry. So there's another minute and a half. You want to play that? Oh. You got it. In a day of rage, Friday prayers at Al-Aqsa in Jerusalem, a potential flashpoint. Yeah. By the way, that that day of rage that, I, that I'm replaying really that didn't happen. That was my point that I was oh, complaining so about. Oh, so the with. rest of this clip is not really important. I mean, it is important, but we don't need to play it. It's basically talking about how there was the assumption that there would be the day of rage, that there mm -hmm. was a fear that a lot of attacks would happen, and they didn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> basically. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. Mm -hmm. What do you have? Anything else for me, or can I jump in? Uh, you yeah. got you got switch it over. You got top secret documents, Holocaust times, college protesters. Okay, we could do a fun one. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, well, actually, the college. Are you talking about the college protesters? Does that line up with you? Let's save that for the end. Okay. Um, let's jump to uh Holocaust times. Uh, this is also kind of a long one. I apologize, but it is all necessary. Yes, uh, we're in Israel. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah. No, she said our next guest, but oh. I couldn't. I couldn't bring it all the way to the start, and it would just start playing. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're in Israel when the fighting broke out really on Saturday, excited. and they're still trying to get back here to the United States. Uh, Roman and Alexis Tom uh, Thompson joining us now. Uh, Roman, can you just give us an idea of what your struggle's been like so far? Well, essentially, it's been incredibly stressful these past uh, couple days. Basically, we have to change our plan every hour or two, and a lot of variables. Things are so the so for reference, these are two Americans who are stuck in Jerusalem, Israel, and they're this is Fox News talking to them. Okay. Changing new news comes in, so we're just doing our best to try to get home, but it's been very difficult. Roman, where are you, and what have you tried so far? You call an airline, check in with the airport, and what do they tell you? So we're in Jerusalem, which, thank God, is very safe so far. Um, we initially had a flight booked that was canceled, and so we tried to get on El Al, which is the only flight right that's flying out but their late their nearest flight was over a week away about a week and a half away that we could get that we could book on so we've been looking into other options someone put us in touch with an organization called project dynamo and their plan was to charter a flight for 300 americans to what leave. are you getting at with this clip i mean it's only got like another two minutes. <laughs> okay, I'm not playing full two minutes of this. What 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 is the okay, purpose that I need to shuffle through? It skipped to where the girl is talking. Oh, okay. I guess you wouldn't be able to see that. Yeah, we're gonna do. You're gonna give me a flash drive so I can jump thirty seconds ahead and clip this in half next time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we hold two identities. Her? Yeah. Okay. us as people that really care that our brothers and sisters. So, we're kind of just taking it hour by hour. 
What's your communication with the State Department? Just through emails. Um, we've gotten one email that said that we might be able to leave in the next couple hours. Wait, that's funny. Hang on. I got something for you because this is – okay, so – Essentially, what we're getting here is that the U.S. has not exactly done the greatest of jobs no, to come get their people. Okay, so that should have been titled differently. So well. it is funny um, because it so happens to be, and this might go with my with my conversation of anger minds. You know, there we've just we've touched hearts and we've also pissed off people, and it it appears that uh, our our friends from the south, my my people, went out and grabbed. Um, grabbed a whole, a whole family, whole family, some, some brownies on brownie action. Uh, let's see, where would I go? Uh, da, 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 da. sorry, I should have clipped. This is something I should have clipped, but, um, I just need to find it. Cause well, I guess you can it, let the clip keep playing if you want. No, it's you okay. Find it. No, 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 oh, it's yeah, fine. You really don't want to I already, to no, I'm really over it. No, that's the, okay. Well, it's a bunch of uh, Mexicans getting picked up. The Mexican president sent over uh, its own plane. Oh, to Israel? Yeah, just Mexican straight up sector. flew in a war zone. Oh, so that that seems you know they were able to do it. It's pretty fast. Yeah, pretty fast. Yeah. So that's that's um, that was what's what, what was really funny about that encounter. It's like well, no, you can just no, no, no. Keep the keep the let, my clip playing. Don't let the clips die. Don't let no. We don't really have any specifics, but you know this is a struggle for us even as Americans because we hold two identities. This is us as people that really care that our brothers and sisters are being murdered, and we have the luxury to leave, but the American government isn't necessarily responding, and we have to find other means or pay a lot of money to find a flight that aren't even available to fly out at this point. Yeah, yeah. Alexis and um, Roman, w would you consider le leaving that country by ship or by boat? And w would, would you trust a land crossing to exit? It's looking like we might have to do something like that. The word is that the U.S. government's going to be flying American citizens out, um, but the first flight is going to be during Shabbat, which so we won't be able to fly on that. Oh my God! What? Yeah. So Jesus. is that that's a, that's a holiday? That's your whole thing that you got. <laughs> that's what you got no, to. No, 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 keep it going. No, no, it no. That's insane. Oh my God! You, <laughs> we can't fly because we're on Shabbat. Yeah. Jesus. And, and <laughs> obviously not that word. Like, the 1900s. Obviously not that worried. Oh my God. That's so you know, keep stupid. It, going. it gets better. Hundreds, you know, we're, we're stuck in a different century. This is kind of like Holocaust times at this point, And we're not used to that as Americans. We're not used to that as Jews growing up in our generation. This is a time of, of strange and unusual circumstances. So leaving on a boat, they don't even have large boats apparently. Would it be worse if they left on a train? It <laughs> Then she might be a little more, a little more accurate. She'd be like, "Oh, I might be used to this." And be like, "Ah, oh. this for some reason seems <laughs> this feels comfortable." Sure <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, um, I'm not playing anymore. So You're at three minutes with this clip. No, 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 no. I'm not playing no, 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 three no, 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 more no. minutes. Stop! It gets better. Oh my god, Savannah, keep, this like, is this clip's too long. No, I understand, but it was all. Just keep it going, please. <laughs> Don't please. let it die. No, no, let it die. Land crossing into enemy lines doesn't sound like the most um, comfortable option. Not that we're ever comfortable as a Jew living in this world right now. 
Alexis, this all sounds just absolutely terrifying for you both. Um, what is your communication with friends and family and their situation as well? Um, I mean, there's so much uncertainty for there's both of you. There's a lot of pressure on us from America to come home. You know, our parents are, and our friends are worried desperately. David came here. Sorry, Roman came here for a movie. David? No, I know. I was like, she can't even get his name. Who's right. David? Jeez. All right. And um, he was Sounds like she's fucking someone else. Yeah. <laughs> playing a war hero in the movie, and it ended up coming true, which is funnily ironic. But the point right now is that we are two Jews in between two worlds where the people that we want to fight for and stay with... The sandwich here, Jew. Here, and the people that are calling us home, it's just, it's a very confusing place to be, as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah. we're very torn. We feel like we're abandoning our family here, but at the same time, the experts are telling us, the gentleman who runs Project Dynamo is telling us that he's been in several war zones and he's here in Israel and can see the state of things and he's highly suggesting that we leave, so. And on top of that, there's a lot of misrepresentation of what's actually going on here in Israel. So we feel very blessed to be able to know, but to be able to report when we do get back home, because a lot of our friends are misinformed, and it's a really sad tale to watch unfold. Yeah. Alexis, okay. we can only... Yeah, we, we so could have... She could've... doesn't actually say what they're misinformed about. Mm -hmm. And also, can other people not get airline flights who are, like, from Israel? I don't know. Like, if there's flights in general, can can are you restricted in who can actually be on that flight? Maybe it's Maybe it's priority. Of who needs to get out first? Uh, well, or just has the most money to buy the ticket because it's in high demand. I don't. You had to. Look, you'd have to look at prices no, to know that. No, first. I, I know. I'm making a an assumption. Yeah. No, it's probably priority. I think that's probably the case. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that was like their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, definitely. Like, and it's it's kind of made about them. Like, yeah. oh, they're I mean, we're, stuck we, in the we middle. We can't leave. Of, it's Shabbat. <laughs> can't do that they don't even have large boats in israel man, even though they border is, the water that is pretty hardcore yeah we can't leave man can't leave it's fucking breaking sabbath they can't leave jerusalem yeah it's not even gaza they just don't like, want to leave is, they're just bitching yeah they're this feels about. so insensitive to the people who are in gaza <laughs> who but quite literally leave. can't like evacuate a potential bombing area <laughs> and even if i wanted to leave i couldn't because it's i couldn't i gotta i gotta observe it you know i can't get on an airplane oh my gosh but it <laughs> that is funny yeah like See? through and through that's a yeah no you could have clipped that worth in it. half though no, no it wasn't but worth like, it. it okay Ooh, sorry that was worth it, it was sorry worth it. well it was my point though is that it, it definitely could have been cut like uh, shorter but that was we'll that was very good yeah that was good Shabbat. God damn it. Okay, well. So, do you have any theories about this? About any of this? Well, any theories. That's any funny. theories. I like how you're getting it. What is your, what are you presuming? Um, well, well, we talked about how Israel is potentially um, well, so, yes, with so, the wall. Yes, we kind of, I guess that, was this your humorous part then? The Holocaust times? That's part of it. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, but it doesn't, it doesn't essentially take away from what, in my opinion, seemed, it's pretty obvious. Uh, how, where should I start? Well, to, to start, um, the initial presumption of bombing Lebanon, 
Uh, now I need to find it. Um, if ooh, I hope I didn't delete it. No. Okay. So let's. I guess we can start with this. Uh, cancel. Okay, this one. Unfolding. This is NBC Richard Engel, who people think he's from the CIA, and I I don't quite understand the notion, but uh, they if, think he's from the CIA. Like, I, yeah. What is he, he was taken? He's he's just a news reporter. Oh, okay. But people think he's not. It's something to do, if I remember well. It's something to do with the CIA. Like he was held hostage in in the Syrian civil war, mm. but I don't know if that was a hoax or not. I. I'd have to look into it. I have no idea. If someone knows, by the way, this is a good point. To to the three Canadian fucks that are listening, hello. (laughs) If they're still listening. If they're still listening, uh, Shabbat Shalom. From last episode. From last episode. Yeah. Yes, Savannah. All the other episodes are deleted. Um, But hello. Uh, If you have anything worthwhile sharing, uh, whether it's humorous or not, or it's actually information, uh, send us a message. Uh, It can be about literally anything. Yeah, try like any news thing, Instagram any us. theory, any. Send us a boost through any podcast 2.0 app or send us an email. I believe if you check the RSS feed, our email should pop up there. Um, so give that a look. Look around, send us, say hi. We really just want to know if someone's listening. That's all. Yeah. Um, Even if you don't think, I, you know, anything. At least let us know that we've we've spent our time somewhat wisely. If not, uh, if not, none of this will be in vain. Also, if you think we're completely wrong about something. Let's fight it out. You know, about my history facts. Yeah. You know, if I'm wrong, call me out. Yeah. yeah Jorge would love that. I would love that. That'd be great. Yeah. Nothing beats a good shit on Savannah. Exactly. Get a little bird poo. Exactly. A little classic Smear bird it poo. In. But if you want to, if you want to, if you want to spat it out, if you want to really handle the issues, you got something that we're, we're potentially saying wrong or we're misinformed. Um, not misinformed. That shouldn't be the right word. But if there's a piece of the puzzle that we're clearly missing and, Ooh. uh, and it yeah. doesn't involve, uh, you coming to my house and telling me I'm wrong, you know, then let me know. You will face the gun if you, if you do come nearby though, but you'll never find us fuckers. There's no way. Okay. You know how freaked out I'd be if they did though. Yeah. Um, or if you have theories, conspiracy theories. No. Okay. Just, no, just to, to see what's out there. Right. Don't, don't, don't be your mother. Let's, I'm not. If you got anything crazy, you got some crazy no, shit you want to share to me. No, it's just to hear them. Right. See what's out there. That's funny. I don't know. Anyway, so yes, yeah, send us a message. Booster Grandma's on any podcast 2.0 app. Uh, send us an email again. Check our RSS feed. I don't necessarily want to. See, like, should I just say uh, who gives a shit? Well, uh, does it? What does it encode or like hide it? No, the RSS it's just it'll say it. I just. So I, then why does it matter? I, why does it matter? Good point. Yeah, okay, so you can send us an email at pleb to pleb dot podcast at gmail dot com. So that is P L E B the number two P L E B dot podcast at gmail dot com. There you go. Yep. So continuing forward, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Engel comes in with his fine presentation of what's going on. This is also six days ago, which is a little odd because then we so happen to have this uh, this upcoming issue, which we'll show in a moment. Unfolding. So I'm in Istanbul, Turkey right now. And the leader. By of- the way, Savannah, this is a minute. Just telling you. 
Okay. The Hamas political wing uh, was here, and he has spoken a, a short while ago and declared this a, a great success, a great victory, and said that this will continue and this will escalate. And Prime Minister Netanyahu also said that this will likely escalate, and he warned uh, Hamas militants to, uh, to to abandon their positions because all positions are going to be destroyed. Uh, so we look like. Uh, it seems like we are heading to a, a military escalation, uh, potentially. Uh, and sure, we could argue that, yes, there is going to be military involvement anyways with bomb raids and, and whatnot. But uh, it is unusual that all of a sudden the, the fear that this might turn regional uh, is starting to become a reality, I suppose. And the actions for it make some sense in what they're trying to present. I, I don't know. Just, just listen full-scale ground war like Raf was just talking about. I've also been speaking with uh, U.S. officials, and U.S. officials are worried that this could escalate beyond just a conflict between the Israelis and the Palestinians and could, in fact, become a regional war. Specifically, they're worried about uh, Hezbollah, which is a, uh, a militant group in Lebanon that is very sympathetic toward the, the Palestinians, is also backed by Iran, and they are worried about Iran uh, also taking advantage, be it using uh, this as a, a moment to capitalize on. Uh, and this, there is a precedent for, for something similar uh, to like this on a smaller scale, uh, and it led to a regional war. I'm talking... Anyway, so we have that. That's from six days ago when the initial war first started, which he wasn't even in the goddamn country to begin with. He was in Turkey. Yeah. What was he doing in Turkey? I don't quite know. Um, but story? Yeah, I guess so. But that's that's not the point. The point is... That not too recently, probably yesterday or the day before, uh, we get we get Mr. Blinken himself uh, in BB. The message that I BB Savannah, in case you didn't know, is, I know it's okay. the prime minister. All right, all right, sounds good. <laughs> Israel is this. You may be strong enough on your own to defend yourself. You be a brave soul. You can do it, babe. <laughs> but as long as America exists, you will never ever have to. We will always. Notice how Engel initially on that previous clip that I played started off with uh, with um, the U.S. are worried that we'll enter this conflict. And then we get Blinken himself all of a sudden. Who's like, off, don't even don't even worry. We don't about even it, hesitate. Yeah, I'm going to back. We got you right in front of you. Yeah. You will never, ever have to. We will always be there by your side. Holding your hand. Yeah. That's the message that. Just petting your hair. Yeah. It's, Smelling it. Whispering sweet nothings into your ear. Mm. We got yes. you, Israel. Don't worry, babe. We got it. <laughs> President Biden delivered to the Prime Minister from the moment this crisis began. It's the message that I and my other colleagues in the government have delivered to our Israeli counterparts on a daily, even an hourly basis. It's the message that I bring with me to our discussions today, and it's what I'll affirm when I meet with the members of Israel's newly formed national emergency government. We welcome the government's creation and the unity and resolve that it reflects. Across okay, the so you get the point. They're they're gonna uh, they're they're showing unity. Their support. Their support. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is not uncommon. They've done that before. That's not necessarily something uh, extreme, right? But. But there seems to be a cause or a way out. And I think that's what they're presenting is that we're going to be united. We will fix this issue. We will help the Israelis out with their with their dilemma. Mm -hmm. uh, and here's how we do it. Israel's order for civilians in northern Gaza to move to the south has created 
alarm in the Strip and across the world. Many do not want to leave their homes or physically cannot. The United Nations considers it impossible for such a move to take place. This is place what you've already presented, correct? Yeah. But see what I mean, though? It's very difficult. Um, they're pushing this notion that these people have no way out. Um, Israeli military is at the front, uh, is at the border waiting for instructions of what to do next. Mm -hmm. The U.S. has its back. They're already sending armaments to Israel. They have already, I mean, they already have most of their spending. I think as of recently, they're going to spend another two more billion dollars, mm -hmm. which again, proved my point of Ukraine's a bit peaked. It's done. Well, yeah, I mean, and also no one to kill. there was a, um, an agreement with Israel in 2016 that the U.S. gave them $38 billion for um, basically military support and it's in a yearly for budget. over the next 10 years. Yeah. So that would take it to 2026. So then they added, a bud like they increased that recently is what you're saying? They've increased that. Yeah. Or they've just added more. They've added more money. Yeah. Right. That's They just added more to the pocketbook. But it's interesting because, and I don't have a clip for this, but it's from the same 60 Minutes of Millie, um, where he was saying that uh, the budget for Ukraine was basically running out, so that the war w could easily be extended many years, but the budget would only uh, be like allow for an, an, a couple extra months. Oh, of, okay. Right? So then, so the, the Ukraine budget is running out, but then suddenly we have all this extra money for israel for this new war for this new war that's like now the the top story and we and don't again, hear anything about ukraine it's pushing it's so we have the uh impossible move out as you explained with your un clip correct mm -hmm. uh then we get this one despite fierce international criticism prime minister benjamin netanyahu has also ordered a complete blockade of gaza meaning israel won't allow food fuel or water in until israeli abductees are returned home only amplifying the misery of the more than two million people who live there. Over half are under the age of 18, just children who had no say in Hamas's brutal assault on southern Israel, but who are losing everything. Says university student Efaf al Najar. They're wiping us out. This is genocide. It's, it's not even an attack anymore. And they keep saying, leave the Gaza Strip. Where to? They bombed, they bombed everything. Israel has repeatedly told residents to evacuate their homes, but Rafah, the only functioning crossing with Egypt and only way out of Gaza, has been repeatedly hit by the Israeli military, leaving the vast majority trapped with no idea what's to come. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so Israel sets this order for evacuation. They know they're sitting at the borders, right? Because they're, they're, they're sitting waiting for orders at the border. All the borders are closed, except for this one near Egypt that Israel is continuously bombing. Mm -hmm. So it's not a safe passage for a million people to pass through. So, yeah, she makes a good point. Where are they supposed to go? How are they supposed to get out? Israel's not really helping them in any way. No. And and to add further injury, uh, in injury to injury? Further. Oh. Ooh. You got it. Oh, my gosh. I had it and it's gone. Anyway, harm. I know. No, nope. I don't know. You get, get it. it. But the point is with these, um, they're angry in the citizens. They may not exterminate them. You know, initially that was my like, maybe they are, maybe they're just massacring everyone yeah. uh, in Gaza to move forward. But that, that's, that's just a little too, that's a little too in, on the nose, yeah. you know, in terms of, 
oh, we're going to claim this territory and whatnot. But, but I think it's much worse than that. They're, they're justifying a war to invade and, and potentially tighten the grip on the Gaza Strip, right? Mm-hmm. Um, by doing these horrendous things. Because quite frankly, if we really think about it, that they could open up corridors. They could let the UN in. Um, they could let more supplies in. They, they could negotiate a deal with Egypt to, to do something, right? Yeah. Uh, but they're not. Uh, it also coincides that they need a that there might be a, a reason for a potential push into into the Gaza Strip, as for example, um, Hezbollah, not Hamas, one of the the other one bordering Lebanon, mm-hmm. to justify taking more land there, potentially getting their paws in more places, essentially. Israel. Israel. So that that kind of goes with the theory that they Israel is letting this happen, and they're being backed. Correct. They are being backed. They're being they're they're being backed by the U.S. and 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 to further to to really solidify, to really make sure that that this this money grab of of Raytheon and and all these other companies, um, in order for them to continue at least, if not in Ukraine somewhere else, and what a better way to do it than anger, uh, anger, it, anger essentially the world right? As you've we have a couple. There's some humorous ones, but there's college protests everywhere, as I explained with New York mm-hmm. City. Uh, the New York Post. There's there's pro Israel uh, USA chants in New York Times in, in Times Square, New York Times Square, mm-hmm. in Times Square with uh, with Palestine, which that could be that could be true. It probably is, um, but again, they're just angering the public. Uh, and what a better way to solidify this and separate us, and still make a good pop- profit? Uh, they're also angering the Saudis. Let's bring in senior White House correspondent Selena Wang along with ABC's Jay O'Brien on Capitol Hill for more. Selena, what can we expect to hear from President Biden today? Well, Diane, we should expect the president to reiterate America's rock-solid support for Israel to condemn these attacks and to warn others not to exploit the situation. That warning is directed towards enemies of Israel, including Iran. The White House says they do not have direct evidence that Iran was behind these latest attacks from Hamas. However, they do say Iran is broadly complicit for providing decades of military and financial support to Hamas. The president, he has been working the phones. But it just doesn't make sense with the fencing going down the way it did. It, it was it's far more sophisticated than that yeah it you know it just that that aspect of things always tickles me pink because it's like they, they've never done that before they've never they've never gotten that far paragliders no i know so it makes you wonder especially with now that last clip media calling out iran yeah when iran really hasn't had anything to do with this yet no. Besides and financially US, backing Hamas? The U.S. won't comment on if they... The U.S. won't comment if they did or didn't. They don't even want to go there. Not yet. About... About if... They they don't want to support the claim that Iran had something to do with this. Not yet. No, the news the news media is... The, the media is telling you that, but, but not yeah. the White House directly. No, no, no. I mean, they haven't... Yeah, no. They have to build up this. So, okay. Theory time. <laughs> so... So the theory, what you're building on, is that Israel let the wall invasion happen. And um, because Hamas is secluded to Gaza, which is a tiny bit, that the attempt to drive out by shutting off the borders and having civilians evacuate under the guise of you're attacking Hamas directly. Well, it's a bit of it's it's a trade, Savannah. It's not just that it's it's a bit of. 
no, it's I know, a bit of the U.S. the you are the Israelis letting people in to anger essentially create their own nine eleven. Yeah, right? create their own nine eleven, uh, and and in fourth, uh, causing tensions, which I'll get into in a minute. Let, let's let me finish this clip to get into the point. Okay. Okay. Let, yeah, because this will just you'll find out the give and take of both sides. Allies to try and ensure that this does not turn into a broader war. We'll be speaking with Israel's prime minister again later today to discuss next steps. And all of this, Diane, is also threatening to undermine President Biden's foreign policy goals leading into an election year. His administration had been working on a major agreement to normalize relations between Saudi Arabia and Israel, a deal the White House says would lead to peace and stability in the region. But experts telling me that at least for now, that deal is dead. Okay, so they get both sides, right? The the military industrial complex gets bombs and bullets for the next year potentially fueling that industry fueling that industry um, Israel and you know neither of us bother reading the deal with Saudi yes Saudi we need yeah. it so we'll do that next episode just out of curiosity um, but it I imagine that they don't want a part of it maybe because it's not they're not getting the whole pie of what they're looking for maybe um, again we'd have to read that deal. So this is a way of killing it? Correct. So they end deals with Saudi Arabia. The uh, U.S. still benefits because they get to, yeah, like we said, they uh, finance the, the military industry, the yes. weapons industry. Um, it, they get a new war to do because yeah. Ukraine was kind of dying out. You know, Ukraine got its spotlight, now it moved on. Right. And then because maybe, you know, the Iran is connected to Hamas, so if Israel gets, you know, Hamas and in turn they get the land grab potentially of Gaza, they get to expand their territory a bit by pushing out the civilians, the Palestinians, then, you know, under the guise of getting Ham Hamas, it's all justified. And then they have control of that area, small land grab. Then, okay, well, who, who is still the villain now? Well, who financed the terrorists? Iran. Yeah, right. but as of now, let's let's hold off on that. Well, I, and, no, just, I know you're going to get into Then that goes it. into the next top story, right? You move on. So we went from Ukraine to to Israel and Hamas, and then now we go to Iran. Yeah. Not now, but like in the future, sure. potentially. Not soon. But again, that's but something like it's to... more build up. Let's, let's hear... Let's just pay attention if there are more clips about how... Because eventually we'll get to the point of we'll get not... We won't get the war reports anymore, correct? It will, first, we'll go to the unfolding of of um they found the hostages whether they did or didn't or they're dead which yeah they'll probably be dead if they're going to use the fuel to the fire type deal yeah um what they're going to do next is invade or it's do something of those sorts do a, yeah like something a small they they I, I have a feeling they will enter that's just my hunch purely oh, hunch right um and then they're gonna find out once things settle uh, once the retaliate because there's how much retaliation can Hamas do? I mean, they're, they're already that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. they're so small compared to Israel. Like, they're a, a group, yes, they're pro they're they have a long history and they have they're an organization at this point, but like, what can they really do? And they're in this tiny area, mm -hmm. right? And like, this is assuming that they're even still in Gaza, right? They might have left exactly, and yeah. then all of this is just harmful for civilians, right. And so then on top of that, once that does settle, then they'll start to point fingers of who, who, because right now they're the, 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 who let someone in into the door yeah. has, has 
vastly dropped, which oh, is it's this fog on. of war that we've entered, right? Exactly, because now it's centered on the civilians, right? the harm and the evacuation, and then, oh, well, we need to carry out this mission to, to, to basically uh, get the rat in the hole, you know? Get the rat in the goddamn hole. Yeah, we get gotta him in the stick hole. him out. So, but we can always rely on our... So that that is the theory. Mm-hmm. But it is nice to know that there is also some other stuff that's going on about this issue that just maybe tickles the the hairs just a little pink. Uh, and I, I'm sure I have one, but this is uh, college protesters, I'm assuming. Is this are they are they upset or is this more humorous? Uh, they're well, OK, so it's uh, in Columbia University, Hunter College. Um, it's college protesters that are on both sides. They're either pro-Palestinian or they're pro-Israeli. Um, or they're, I mean, or they're anti, you know, whatever the other side. It's not even pro that side. It's just, I hate the other side. I'm not, you know. And it, Fox is just basically calling out how they think that the students are uneducated and they're just going along with whatever the group is doing. I mean, you can, it is also a long clip, so. God damn it. You can, uh, you can play the first bit of it, I is guess. Is there any humor in this? Uh, yes, maybe. We'll see. Aside from funny noises. Why are you here today? Uh, free Palestine. I stand with the Palestinian people unequivocally. I support decolonization and liberation of Palestinian people and the end of a mass genocide in the Gaza Strip. You're talking about the genocide of the kids being beheaded? That's false. That is actually false. When you see the kids that have been beheaded and the women that are raped, how do you feel about that? Ugh. I don't know where to start Ugh. from that. I don't even know, man. <laughs> Israel is notorious for creating propaganda that sides their one-sided massacre against Palestinians. That was already proven um, that didn't really happen. There was happen. not verified. Women did not get raped. No. I have I've not seen any proof of that. Well, it, okay, let's be honest. It probably happened at least once. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But like, okay, so she's saying how Israel is, you know, known to have propaganda and support of themselves sure but like this is not a one-sided issue right you know palestine also has played a part in this for years so it's i mean she's anti-israel but i don't know if she's i mean she's pro see i don't know is it pro-palestine or anti-israel the it's pro-palestine no, I know, but it sounds like she's just like, well, you can't same. believe anything it's Israel is saying. If you're pro-Palestine. You're not necessarily, because you could be pro one side and like, I'm supportive of this getting better versus if you're anti this other side, it's like, I don't even care about who's involved. Mm, I just fair. hate this one side, sure. right? Anyways. Well, do I need to play the rest of it? Um, sure. It, I haven't seen it. Like they get attacked for no reason. The children got attacked for no reason? The kids that were beheaded? Beheaded? Yeah, apparently. Like that's what they were Jewish kids. Wait, Jewish kids? The U.S. military money that goes there, $4 billion a year, should stop going to Israel to support their war crimes. So there, there's two things that happened there. You have the kids that okay. were... Okay, I, I think we get the point. If, if you don't mind us, this is too long. Well, and then if you want to skip forward to... Um, then he goes to the Jewish side. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see you show up with pictures. 
Hey, I just went there on campus. This is what one had to say. This is probably a Jew. Yeah. People are definitely scared. Uh, and for, honestly, I, you could say it's for good reason when your classmates are calling uh, for you to be killed and supporting uh, the raping of women and the capture of Holocaust survivors and the beheading of of, um, of yeah, children and uh, so and just uh, of people. Yeah, you so can. So Pete, that was when they. Yeah, so you got both sides of it, college students. Um, so obviously, there's a huge emotional reaction to all of this. You know, um, being compared to the Holocaust or being a Holocaust being brought up in regards to the conversation. Man, as really... uh, Alexis from earlier liked to point out. <laughs> right. Well, I'll one up you. Okay, go ahead. That won't be hard. Yeah. Oh, that's that's flattering. Thank you. No. no. It was more insulting. What? For me. Oh, yeah. I know, but it was flattering for me. Yeah. Uh, let's. Oh, you're going to make me log in. How dare you? Oh. You don't have a clip ready? Well, I do, but I also, I want, I'm sure I could find stuff quicker here. Uh, I'm not going to do that right now. Uh, well, I got one for you. So maybe we'll start with this one. Well, and I want to ah, end uh, my speech with a beautiful song I wrote for all the gays of Palestine and the rest of the world. It goes a little bit something like this. Gays for Palestine, but sex on my mind. <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> it's gays for Palestine. I know. Who was that? It's some dude at, uh, he's, where the fuck is he? He's at a Plano City Council. <laughs> is this a city council meeting and yeah, he's giving his he's little... Just, he's just giving his spiel. What? Yeah. But I didn't think the gays had anything to do with this. It's about your, if you're Jewish or not. Yeah, no, but no, it was no. just about the Jews. No, they're they're saying that the, the gays are, are for Palestine, so they're oh. anti-Israel. They're they're pro-Palestinian. Well, what about the gay Israel people? What about the Muslims? Yeah. They, they probably don't like... They, they probably don't. They're not a big fan that they got signed on by gay dudes. You know? Uh, uh, ever heard of Sharia law, Savannah? <laughs> you know, I have. Couldn't tell you what it is. <laughs> really? Um, you're, yeah. No, you're serious? <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. We've already established my world history oh my class God. was... You were going to do that in your... Once we're done with this, yeah. Okay. Well, this joke doesn't hit as much then, if well, you understand that. Okay. Well, you want to explain it? Uh, well, it's just they're they're Prove not. That you they're know not, about it. They're not for the gays. How about that? It's yeah. Just, that's kind of the point. No, I, I got that. Point. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I guess you get the gist. Um. You dampen my mood. I love as a gay Palestinian who got thrown off the roof, but survived. I support this message. <laughs> that's a comment. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. Yeah, in 2016, Hamas executed a senior commander by firing squad in Gaza for homosexual activity. The LGBTQ Palestinians have no legal protection against discrimination or forbidden from adopting gay marriage. It's not recognized in any capacity. Who would have thought? Well, I mean, yeah. Who would have thought? Isn't it against both of their religions? But it's just a bunch of white guys. It's just it's like they're all there looking smug as usual. Yeah. Listening just to this. The gay dudes looking like the queer, the queer groups looking smug as usual, just doing this nonsense. <laughs> they do. Maybe that'll be a chapter art if I can get it done. Maybe I'll try it tomorrow. I'll try chapter art tomorrow. Just get one of those images to change. Yeah. Because uh, it is really funny. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, do you have your phone? Yeah. Okay, get your phone. I just sent you this via signal. Um, bear with us, folks. Sorry, I'm going to get some noises. Noises. Da, 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 da. 
There you go. See it? See it. Oh, nice. It's a uh, group of college students holding a giant sign. Queers for Palestine. USYD Queer Action Collective. It's probably their club. And they're holding the little fist. Yeah. Black what is power. that? It might be. Yeah, but like that's what I thought it was for. But how is that connected to uh, just in stands? Oh, I think that is like a Palestinian. Like we stand with them. Or is that just like in general? No, the fist. What does that symbolize? Yeah, it's like we stand for them. Okay, so it's not connected to one specific. It's group. probably some Marxist shit. I, that's more likely what it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, but just their their smug attitudes of like, man. Oh yeah, the one dude with the glasses just kind of smirking. Like, yeah, that's right. Eyes closed. Mm-hmm. You know? Obviously, this is these are these are what queer support. Doesn't matter if we get hung. <laughs> well, they're they, and, in and, the and US, they really so. and they really could care less about yeah. us. Yes, we're for them. We are for them. The two queers, they would not survive. They'd be ridiculous. Anyway, no, they should stay in New York. Okay, so the deal ends. Uh, we shall be the deal ends with Saudi Arabia. We shall be watching uh, the money flow through. Yeah, um, something we'll, we'll be keenly aware of. Uh, anything you want to leave off with I or do. you think you're of done? Of course, because this is a top news story. Um, Trump has to be involved in some way. Oh, there we go. Right. So by the way, for those listening, we're not necessarily Trump supporters. We're just like watching the chaos of what's going on. Is that fair to say, Savannah? We don't have a uh, political position. No, this is all, this is all insane and humorous this at the same just, time. Well, okay. And the world's spinning. Of course, this is CNN, right? So yeah, it's, sure. It's their, oh, their okay, classic. Yes, for sure. Their dialogue about the uh, the clip. Okay, so this will be our our end. Sure. Okay, sounds good. Let, let me play some. Let me just show Trump. you uh, what what we got going on with Mr. Trump. All of a sudden, <laughs> just another example. Just another example of why I was so much of a d bag. Something to laugh at. Why yes. we hate him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, remarks Wednesday night. I'll never forget. That BB Netanyahu BB. let us down. That was a very terrible thing. I will say that. When I see uh, sometimes uh, the intelligence, you talk about the intelligence or you talk about some of the things that went wrong over the last week, uh, they've got to straighten it out because they're fighting potentially a very big force. And they said, gee, I hope Hezbollah doesn't attack from the north because that's the most vulnerable spot. I said, wait a minute. You know, Hezbollah is very smart. They're all very smart. The press doesn't like when they say it. So Hezbollah is very smart, right. attacking Netanyahu. He called the defense minister of Israel a jerk. I mean, <laughs> Not the worst thing he said, by the way, before. He said far harsher shit to... Uh, this is child's play. Yeah. Look, the, this is classic Donald Trump, and it's really about petty grievances. What do we know about Donald Trump? Loyalty is a one-way street. And, and I would say that this was not about Soleimani. This is about one thing which you mentioned, which is, oh my goodness, Benjamin Netanyahu picked up the phone and congratulated Joe Biden when he won the election, which to Donald Trump's mind is the worst possible thing you could do. Okay. So they're saying- Let, let me play. So they're saying that he's just throwing a hissy fit and he's just, oh, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna call you a jerk yeah correct. <laughs> um yeah i thought that was funny cnn hates trump they find any reason to to talk about him Savannah also Parker. just recently found out that cnn hates trump too that this is new information yeah and i'm gonna talk about it like i've known that for years right yes definitely <laughs> well um 
anyways i thought it's always good to end on a trump clip you know you're you're pretty much guaranteed that there's a trump connection to any news story i guess much less a, a sure. top news story i like you know? that that's fun yeah so okay good consistency well that was a little rocky start another another interesting we're getting episode. there we're getting there yeah uh, again if there's anyone that made it to the end of the show congratulations you finally made through all our nonsense a bit of our nervous spiel a uh, bit of ranting bit of rambling maybe you too learned a little more about israel i i really i think there are probably people that know way more than you oh and they that's, know nothing that's not difficult yeah 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 this man started from the floor the ground zero um, ground zero yeah, yeah. Ground zero. <laughs> Ground zero. Anyway, okay. Uh, you wanna you wanna say goodbye, Savannah? Uh, yeah. Uh, d- yeah. Go for it. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. Jesus.